Hello, welcome back. This is uh, session four uh, of the podcast from season two. Today, I have uh, two guests from our AI business services team and the ISLM team. As you might have noticed in our earlier sessions or earlier podcasts, we did talk with experts from the ISLM team and also experts from the AI business services team and also the S4 colleagues. So today we are going to do talk about a bit of the technical side of the things. And I've invited two experts from the AI business services, uh, Roberto and uh, Mani from our, the ISLM team. So let me give a quick introduction about Mani. Mani joined with SAP in the year 2008 as a working student. Since then, he worked on different products and topics in SAP. Now based in Waldorf, Germany, Majorly, he played the role of a cross-development architect in shaping up different products and topics in SAP. For the last two years, ISLM was one of his main focus topics to drive better lifecycle management capabilities of the machine learning scenarios for the SAP customers. Currently, in the role of uh, central development architect for ISLM, which is collaborating with the development teams based in Bangalore and Sao Leopoldo and the machine learning service and the ML scenario development teams across SAP, Mani is kind of architecting this role. Mani, do you want to say a few words? Yep. Sure. Well, thanks for this opportunity to join this podcast. I'm really happy to talk about the ISLM as well as the SAP Esferana uh, artificial intelligence uh, topics in detail. Thank you, Mani. And coming to back to coming to Roberto, Roberto is again based in Waldorf, Germany. He's been working for SAP since 2006 in many different roles and topics from ABAP, uh, from the ABAP world, mobile, HANA, IoT, and also some years working with partners and now predominantly with AI, currently in the role of the lead architect for the different AI functions. In his role, Robert works to ensure a consistent cloud microservice architecture across the different AI business services, providing guidance with regards to the architecture, infrastructure, and development best practices. Welcome, uh, Robert. Do you want to say a few words? Yeah, thank you very much for having me. And yeah, I hope with money to be able to contribute to the discussion. Thanks a lot. Thank you. So let us get started uh, with you, Robert. In the last podcast session, we did invite a colleague from your AI team, Jana Wuth, and went into the business side of the things related to the AI business services. Today, in this session, I would like to touch a bit on the technical side of the things with regard to the AI business services in the context of S4. Before we start, do you want to provide any thoughts on how AI business services are evolving to support more and more use cases from SAP. Yes, of course. So as Yana mentioned in the last podcast, the strength of our services are really the focus on the business processes. So we don't wanna only offer a technical service and compete with the hyperscalers on this area, so to say, but our we aim to provide specialized services that can provide our customers business value. So I think that's the main strength of SAP overall with S4 and all our services. 
Uh, one example of that is the our business optical character recognition. So usually the market knows as OCR. Um, usually we use this technology to extract text out of any kind of image. So for example, street signs, if, if we talk about a car. But in our specific case, our OCR is really focused on extracting text out of business documents like invoice, payment advice and others. So here we can already see the SAP and also the AI focus on the business processes and not really on this generic functionality that maybe a hyperscaler can already provide. Um, in the context of S4, the focus is to make the integration as easy as quick as possible. So it's also very good that we have money here because we have been working together to make this possible to, to, to come up with concepts, with architectures that help also our S4 developers to identify, first of all, identify the machine learning scenarios where machine learning potentially can be applied and then easily integrate with the existing flow on the S4 side. Thank you, Robert. So money, um, that was a very a nice introduction from Robert too and the quick background. In the earlier podcast sessions, we had a conversation with colleagues from your team, Hamaya Salam, Preeti Dhingra and uh, uh, Marian Schlott. And they have explained how this is leveraged with S4. So in today's conversation, I invited you along with Roberto since ISM framework is used not only for embedded ML, but also while building ML services outside of S4. So before we start, do you want to provide quick thoughts on how ISLM is perceived to be leveraged by the different teams across SAP? I mean, ISLM has now become a standard to leverage machine learning with SAP S4 HANA. Sure. Uh, before the ISLM world, um, every machine learning scenarios developed out of uh, SAP S4 HANA side, they have a lot of things to handle, especially the lifecycle management of ML models, the features and requirements, as well as the problems around this lifecycle management capabilities. Especially in the side-by-side, -side, it's all together, every application need to handle it. And it led to a lot of development and maintenance of variety of application-specific reports and so on. In the last two years, as we started with the ISLM development, uh, uh, we are able to position ISLM as an important framework within SAP S4 context, where ISLM is also a part of the s 4 ML strategy that all the machine learning services, sorry, uh, machine learning scenarios will be managed using ISLM. From the uh, old past, uh, from the previous uh, podcast, uh, you know that ISLM simplifies the lifecycle management of ML scenarios from an end user customer side. From a framework capacity, during the development phase, ISLM, uh, let's say, simplifies the adoption of the ML services, which Roberto mentioned, some of them, as well as different ML technologies within the business applications. There are many teams in different business areas within S4 development organization who are idealizing, creating new ML scenarios, and they wish to use different ML services and ML technologies. Typically, they validate their initial idea with the data science part first. Once they are ready to be, let's say, integrated into a business process, that's how they need to develop those integrations with a machine learning service or platform. 
And that's where the ISLM framework comes in handy that we are able to, let's say, offer easy integrations. From ISLM side, we keep, let the actual machine learning magic happens in the ML service or a platform like data intelligence or um, application specific AA services or a reusable AA business services or even the new AA foundation in SAP BTP. Or it could be an even an embedded case like SAP HANA ML. So there are a lot of flavors and a lot of uh, different offerings. What ISLM does is it hides and abstracts this complexity. It, it provides a kind of a standard way within ABAP environment so that the application developers can easily consume and integrate these machine learning offerings. Uh, from a development capacity, ISLM brings a lot of value to the development team, especially around the reusable features and utility. So it brings down the development capacity in, in the development teams so that they can leverage these reusable features from a central framework. Interestingly, uh, within S4 itself, there are a lot of application teams who suggest certain requirements, and they also come up with some ideas, and later it evolved into a generic standard offering within ISLM, so that the individual business application bring an idea, later it becomes a generic part, and the generic part is also now used by multiple business applications within S4. That's very uh, helpful to know, Mani. That's quite uh, comprehensive and quite detailed about how ISLM is helping uh, after Roboto gave a quick introduction into the AI business services. Thanks for that uh, detailed explanation. So, Roboto, now, uh, now that Mani explained on the, a bit more around the ISLM and how this is being helping us in the context of AI business services. Let us now go into a few more details around the AI business services. Can you explain at a high level about how these AI business services are built? What are the key ingredients and how can they be consumed by any app, whether S4 or other applications? Yes. So on the surface, and especially for consumers like S4 or even direct customers, an AI business services is just a simple cloud service running on the SAP business technology platform. And to me, that's the beauty of cloud applications. So the consumer doesn't really need to know or to, to really um, be aware of what is happening under the hood, how the models are trained, for example, which algorithms are applied or how data, how we handle the data upload. Uh, the only important component is in the end, the REST API. Uh, and the API establishes the contract between the consumer and the provider, which in this case is our service. Uh, a little bit under the hood, as we are cloud applications, we take advantage of the platforms that SAP provides. So we deploy our applications using the microservice architecture. And speaking a little bit about it, just to, to, to mention some advantages, we can better scale, we can better easily and faster deploy anywhere where it's needed. So this makes our service really flexible in terms of being available to any customer around the globe. In regards to the integration and the consumption, as mentioned by Money, uh, we started four years ago with almost 
I wouldn't say nothing, but it's really this facilitators was not there. So for example, a proper OAuth authentication was not really set up on the S4 system, which is completely different these days that is completely handled without uh, any manual intervention, so to say, uh, for, the, for the developer, I mean. So since then, as for HANA and other consumers have invested a lot on making cloud integration easier. And ISLM is now clear an example of that. Uh, we are now investing to integrate more and more of our services with ISLM, being our pilot business entity recognition as the first service that we plan to deliver already in some months, I think, I guess even next month, right, money. Um, so the service completely integrated with ISLM and for sure other services will follow. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. That was uh, really helpful to kind of give the perspective in terms of the journey of how we have uh, evolved and how we are evolving. Uh, now, coming back to money, let us go into a few more details and can you explain how ISLM is integrated to work with the SAP BDB platform in the context of building these side-by-side -side machine learning models and what are the benefits at a high level for the customer or the partner? Uh, sure. On the integration of ISLM side, of how do we integrate with uh, different services in BTP? Uh, from the past, SAP offered SAP Data Intelligence, and now we have a lot of reusable AI business services like business entity recognition, data attribute recommendation. There are a few more. And we also have uh, the ML platform, the AI Foundation in BTP. So there are a lot of things happening on the BTP side. And there are a lot of business cases within SAP S4HANA who are trying to use these business te these technologies and create a business applications and services. Then we realized we need to standardize these integrations because ISLM is in the middle. So we, did, we decided to standardize any integration to ISLM. It should happen via standard API. So ISLM, as well as the uh, Roboto and this team and few colleagues from the AI technology department. So we all came together and formed this AI API. So ISLM integrated with the SAP BTP based ML offerings via the standard API. And this API defines how an ML scenario should be described and uh, how an ML scenario should describe what are all the possible operations in it and how to trigger these operations like training or model activation or data push. So for each and every operation, we had a, uh, let's say a standard structure. So this format also defines a standard schema that is adopted by ISLM. So any ML offering, which follows this AI API specification will be able to easily integrate into ISLM going forward. Later, ISLM also provides an ABAP adapter or an ABAP adapter interface following the same API standards so that even there are some services which doesn't follow the API, so they can write an adapter and then try to get integrated into ISLM. So it's, it has a two parts. One, the standard AI API implementation with all the SAP BTP services. And then in the case of custom scenarios where customers want to integrate with some other machine learning providers, still it's possible because ISLM has the above adapter concept following the same API. So, and we also follow the same for the SAP data intelligence in our previous release. 
So one is, of course, API. The second part is the programming guideline. Like HiSLM has defined the programming guideline for the application developers so that we clearly say how to create an intelligent scenario in HiSLM and how to consume this scenario uh, within the business applications. Every machine learning scenario a business application want to consume should have a representation in ISLM. So we call this intelligent scenario, which is a typical ABAP object implementing certain ABAP interface and methods as defined by ISLM. So this intelligent scenario act as an anchor in establishing the application integrations like application to ISLM, as well as ISLM to an ML service in establishing the connectivity path. So you'll also find uh, more details in the programming guideline, which you can find in uh, ISLM SAP help portal. Regarding the benefits, from a pure application perspective, ISLM simplifies the operational aspects of an ML scenario, like how do you perform a training irrespective of the machine learning type? How do you perform, uh, let's say, activating a trained model or performing a uh, connectivity configurations and much more. These are all standardized in ISLM. It's the same experience, it's the same pattern. And there are a lot of features in ISLM which are in pipeline related to the operating experience for business users and experts. It will be the one place within S4 to view all the S4-centric machine learning scenarios as well as to operate them. Of course, it is protected with certain, certain authorizations and required roles within S4. From a custom development perspective, like as a customer, if you want to develop your custom scenario and then embed into one business process into your S4 system, still ISLM helps you with, uh, let's say, establishing the connection part and consumption part. As I said, ISLM provides a programming guidelines, APIs, above APIs, so that partners and customers can even develop their own custom intelligent scenario just by following these documents and guidelines and then they'll be able to easily integrate into the business applications. Thanks, uh, Mani, for that uh, detailed uh, uh, explanation about how the integration happens in, uh, with, in the context of S4 and how the AI business services are, in fact, in the, uh, whether it is the embedded approach or the ML, the side-by-side -side, uh, approach. That's really, that will be really helpful for the audience and our uh, uh, listeners to understand what is happening. Maybe uh, let us take a quick uh, pause and then continue our discussion. All right, welcome back. So now going back, uh, Robert, going back to the AI business services and the AI foundation layer that is happening. Can you provide some thoughts on how these AI business services to be consumed by S4. I know SAP has always been known for the great ERP business processes. And now with AI for S4, how do you see the flexibility for a, from a customer or a partner standpoint to consume these services by S4 and how they can be extended? Maybe some few thoughts around that that you could provide? Yes, of course. Uh Today, I would say with ISLM, it's super flexible, as Mani just mentioned. Um, initially, we developed and uh, delivered some standard integration, so already on the S4. Um, before ISLM, one example of that was, is SAP Cache Application, 
that was directly integrated in the, in the S4 code, in the ABAP code. And this was, we can say our, our first attempt to come up with, not the first, but one of the first attempts to, to come up with this intelligent scenarios an intelligent application or process. And now, of course, uh, we just mentioned business entity recognition as an example of a service that is being integrated with ISLM and it will take advantage of all the, the features, the functionalities that many just mentioned. And we are planning to, to eventually integrate all of our service with ISLM being BR our pilot for now. Um, additionally, other customers and partners can also apply the service in other scenarios where there's no standard integration available. So basically um, giving an example of data attribute recommendation where it's a recommender. So it can be applied in different recommendation scenarios, not the ones that we um, initially integrated with. And that's our main focus. We aim, we aim to provide services that are, of course, focused on solving business problems, but at the same time are generic enough to be applied in more than one scenario. So another example is generic Lanate matching. So generic Lanate matching is an internal uh, service used by cash application to match bank statements and open items. So although it is applied in a very specific business process, uh, generic Lanate matching is still generic enough and can be used in any kind of matching scenarios where I need to, I have one entity in case of cash app, a bank, a bank statement, and I need to match this single entity with several other entities. For example, in case of cash application, these are the open invoices, the, the invoices that are open to be paid. So that's our main focus is yes, to apply our services to business processes. And at the same time, allow S4, allow partners, customers to leverage, to use our services in any scenarios, business scenarios that they have. Okay. That is uh, very helpful to know about the uh, process behind how you are trying to build and extend the AI business services for S4 applications and the other applications. Uh, continuing from what Robert to mention, Mani, can you help us uh, provide some more thoughts about how ISLM is acting as a glue between S4 and the foundation, AI foundation layer or the AI business services uh, that would help our audience understand better from the ISLM standpoint as how it is acting as a glue? Yeah, so when we started ISLM, so we focused on HANA ML with algorithm based on APL and PAL, basically due to the ISLM predecessor, uh, the predictive analytics integrative framework. Then we added data intelligence as one of the side-by-side -side, uh, ML platform support. So ISLM was supporting last year, the data intelligence. Then over time, over time ISLM decided uh, to widen its support to multiple machine learning services, especially the AI business services as mentioned by Roberto on the BTP side, because there are a lot of pull and interest from the business applications within let's say SAP internal. There are teams who want to integrate with certain A business service. And uh, right now they need to, let's say, write their own logic and then code like Cash App, uh, which was a tedious process taking time consuming. 
So we decided to, from ISLM point of view, we decided to widen its support uh, towards AI business services, also include the support for uh, scenarios based on AI foundation as a kind of AI ML platform. So right now we are working hard to bring in the more support for different AI business services. Like as I said, uh, the AI API and then integration and then about representations. So our target picture is to evolve ISLM as a single entity or a single agent within ABAP platform. Especially when we talk about S4, uh, there is a majority of ABAP things. So the ABAP developers will treat these machine learning scenarios like a normal ABAP object, you know, like the way you treat a class and interface. You'll also see the intelligent scenarios and ABAP object, which is abstracting the other side of the world in BTP. Um, yes, so we would drive for business applications uh, to, to use ISLM for the ML operations. And then this glue is not just artificially fixing this middleware, uh, rather bring, it brings a lot of functionalities and features, uh, more keeping the application and business users in focus. So it's mainly for business users or domain experts who want to operate the machine learning service uh, scenarios within S4 like some of them to mention, like operations management, how do you trigger a training, activated deployment models, uh, how do you enable a trained model for a productive use within, within S4 boundary? And then how do you manage your connectivity to different machine learning providers? So these things are completely, let's say, uh, offered by ISLM. So it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of things happening within ISLM. Uh, one of the main thing that we, focus on ISLM is whenever we, let's say, develop a new feature, the main thing is developers should not get stumbled upon how to get integrated into an ML service. How, what are the code I need to write? I, they should not think about it. Rather, they should just think, uh, what is the intelligence part they need in the business process? And uh, they just need to see whether ISLM supports it. Uh, and then they can just deliver on the intelligent business processes. Um, yeah, so from the business application developer side, especially within S4 side, the glue helps the developers to see an ML scenario like an ABAP object within ABAP platform. This is a great simplification that ISLM offers to the developers in the ABAP platform. Thanks, Manny, for uh, providing that such a detailed uh, uh, answer about how you are actually, how ISLM is not only acting as a glue, but also like kind of how it is artificially it's not just it's not just artificially fixing as a middleware but rather it's bringing a lot of functionality and thanks for explaining the complete life cycle of how it is happening uh, maybe i think i will take a quick break and then uh, come back and do the closing remarks all right welcome back so thanks, Roberto, for your time. So before uh, we close the podcast, I think, can you provide some closing remarks on what AI business services are already available for us for and what else could be expected going forward in the either in the second half of 2021 or 2022 and later on? Maybe I know things, uh, the change, there will be some uh, uh, changes will be evolving. So, but I would rather want to, if you can provide some high level overview or high level thoughts yes, about this. Yeah, besides the services that we already mentioned, we just released AutoML. And I really believe that AutoML can both speed up experimentation 
And what I mean by experimentation is when, let's say in, a, in the line of business, we think that machine learning can be applied to a scenario, but we are not sure. So we are also not sure, for example, which algorithms to use and which path to follow. So AutoML can easily simplify this by just looking into the data, running several different algorithms in parallel, and then showing you the best results. So which algorithm is performing better for this particular data set. So I think AutoML can really speed up not only this experimentation, but also to deliver fast solutions. So one example of that is the workflow intelligence solution. Is it part of the business technology platform workflow management? Workflow intelligence started simply trying out AutoML in their scenario without even initially talking to us. And they got good results and decided to implement and to integrate. Afterwards, they got in touch. We got to know them. And then also, of course, they had some requirements that we, of course, are happy to discuss to accommodate in our development pipeline. So following the normal development process of our evolving solutions. Besides that, but also very important, we are investing a lot in the business document processing area. Um, this basically means focusing on extracting information from business documents, information like invoice numbers, quantities, amounts, so everything that comes in a business document, like an invoice, for example. Um, and we are just adding the templating feature, which customers then are able to create a new document format. So let's say I have a different type of invoice or it's not even an invoice. I want to process a different type of document, uh, which maybe the format, it's a little bit different and not supported out of the box. So after annotating only just a few documents, the service is already able to extract this inf information out of this new format that was before unknown to the service. So that's very nice. Another great feature is the, the complete retainability. So customers will be able to completely train the models based on their own documents, on their own use cases. Um, and then of course, this will fully customize the service for the particular customer or scenario needs. So I would say, yeah, stay tuned. There's a lot coming, a lot happening. So again, thank you very much for having me. Thanks. Thanks, Roberto. I think the future looks much more exciting with a lot more AI business services coming into play. So again, uh, coming back to you, Mani, thanks again for your time as well. Really appreciate you spending some time on this topic. Any closing remarks that you want to provide on how ISLM is uh, benefiting S4 for both embedded as well as the side-by-side scenarios? And what else uh, can we expect from the ISLM framework. I'm sure we have a lot of exciting content coming from the ISLM team to overall increase adoption of ML with S4 and make it much more intuitive for the customers and the partners. Exactly. Uh, so when uh, we onboard any new business applications within S4, whether it is embedded or side-by-side. -side. Interestingly, every application have some requirement or some new feature which they want to have as part of the ISLM framework. So there is a lot of new feature requests that we get out of the SAP internal ecosystem like S4 and different business teams. 
so we'll also release our first, uh, let's say, an application integrated scenario within S4 in upcoming months. Uh, and there are a few more business scenarios are in pipeline. From a roadmap point of view, HiZLM has a very good roadmap uh, in terms of features and interesting use cases to offer uh, for our customers, especially within the ML scenario and AI intelligence context. So we are, first of all, we are working on overall improving the exp experience of how an ML scenario is operated from S4 side with more uh, business context. So we are thinking to add more contextual information for an intelligent scenario so that users can get a more uh, detailed information about an intelligent scenario, why it is used, where it is used, et cetera. As well as we are planning to widen the coverage of ML platform and services. Like as Roberto said, they keep introducing new technicals, or sorry, uh, a new AI business services. Then in the, in the S4 side, we also plan to support them uh, side, uh, in the side-by-side -side category. Of course, there are complex ML scenarios which we uh, get in S4 side. So we also want to support that. And uh, there are a lot of model management features and then scenario fitment analyzer, something like, a, uh, let's say whether a scenario fits to the system, fits to the customer, some kind of a checks. So there are, to just to name a few, uh, let's say a few features that we are currently working on. And of course, there are a lot more to come in the upcoming releases. So I, I encourage every customer to use ISLM to operate the SAP delivered machine learning scenarios, as well as to create your custom scenario and embed into your business applications. Thanks, uh, Mani. I think there's a lot of exciting days ahead with the ISLM technology and how we are doing this integration along with, uh, with the AI business services or the data intelligence and the other things, whether it is embedded or ISL, embedded or side by side. Thanks to both of you. Thanks, Robert, for your time. Thank you very much for having me. If Anyone wants to know more about AI business services, we also have the help portal. So help.sap.com slash SAP bus, um, sorry, AI bus, help.sap.com slash AI bus altogether. Thanks for having me again. Thank you. Thanks again, uh, Mani, for your time as well. And thanks for the detailed um, conversation that we had on ISLM. Thanks, Raghu. It's my pleasure to discuss ISLM in detail. Thanks, Roberto. I think it was a very good complimentary discussing a business service and ISLM together. Yes. Uh, if you nice want to know, sure. If you want to know more about ISLM, I think we have ISLM community page. I think Raghu also maintains a lot of documents which are links which gives a lot of details. Yep. Thanks. Thanks a lot for the session. All right, let us wrap up this session four from season two. First, I would like to thank our guests, Mr. Roberto Falk and Manikandan Rajsekhar. Thanks for your time in providing your thoughts and expert comments about how the technical side of the things are built up on the AI business services and how they are leveraged with SAP S4 HANA. So, with this, I would like to also thank our audience who have tuned in from various different locations and taken the time in listening into this uh, podcast. Like always, 
you could find more information about this podcast by searching up machine learning with SAP S4HANA. Or you could also go into the blogs.sap.com and search up my name, Raghubanda, and then you could identify the podcasts that are aligned with the blogs. Thank you all for your time and have a wonderful day. We will come back in a month with many more podcasts with more expert sessions. Happy predicting the future with SAP Technologies. Bye-bye.